0: over time, through these mantras, through practices, through actually doing these exercises, doing these different options, you will begin to see shifts in your life that make it so worthwhile and rewarding to go through. Welcome to Connect Back In podcast. I'm Morgan King, your host, and I'm so passionate about sharing with you the spiritual concepts that have transformed my life. It is not always an easy path, but I know within my soul that if it's good on the inside, it's good on the outside. Through interviews with experts and my personal experience, we will break down how to live a spiritual life in today's society. My hope is that you find the inspiration and support you need as you explore your own journey to connect back in. Hey, it's Morgan King with Connect Back In. I'm so glad that you're here and thank you for pressing play on today's episode. Um, Also just want to thank those of you who have rated and reviewed. I've been calling that out at the beginning of each episode. It's just really important to share your um, experience with the podcast so it can reach other people who are looking for content like this. So if you haven't yet, press pause or at the end of the episode, Go rate or review on whatever application you're listening on. So, thank you so much for that. Diving into today's episode, we're going to be talking about burnout. And for those of you who have been a listener for a long time, you know that this is kind of where my journey began um, experiencing burnout in all areas of my life, essentially allowing fear to drive the way in which I operated in the world. So, Everything was rushed. I felt as though I couldn't move fast enough. I couldn't get enough done, I'm kind of coming from an empty bucket, if you will, and then depleting myself further in order to achieve something so that I could feel good for a moment's notice and then dive back into the next obstacle. And life was stressful. It was busy. I felt... Um, that I needed to be in control of everything and yet felt out of control at the same time. And somehow through, well, not somehow, through various coaches and practices and intentions of breaking the cycle of this burnout, I have found a new way that I continually focus on, continually work on, but I want to share that with you today. So if this resonates with you and you're like, oh my gosh, I just feel like I'm always burning the candle at both ends. I don't have enough time for anything. I'm stressed. Um, Life is just coming at me. I'm not present. Then I want to share with you ways in which like tactical things you can do to hopefully shift yourself into a new way, which is easier and softer and more gentle and really allows you to embrace time and presence, which is really all we have. This moment's gone, right? Like every moment is so precious. We'll never get it back again. And we only have this finite period where we are on earth experiencing life. And we're not just meant to run errands and have endless tasks. We're here to create connection, express love, and experience joy. And I want that for all of you who are listening. So whether this is something that you've been dealing with a long time, maybe this is the first time you're like, oh my gosh, I am I am that person. I resonate with this a lot. I've never even recognized it. Or maybe you're already really chill and you're just going to listen in. That's great too. <laughs> so um, I will say that just like everything else, it's a shift of a pattern. And for me, this has been um, one of the biggest ones that I've had to shift away from. And it comes back from time to time. And I learn more each time and I grow more each time, but I feel like it's going to be something that I carry with me um, for a while yet. And that's okay, because I can then connect closely with those who are maybe at the beginning of their journey and say, hey, I've been there. You can get out of it you can move forward and create a more peaceful life for yourself. So um, I'm going to go through some steps here that you can try for yourself because I think when you create a process, you are allowing yourself to be set up for success. If you don't create a plan, then you can't work the plan and then you can't get the results that you're looking for. So I think it's really important to take a step back and evaluate things and how you're going to operate differently or focus on operating differently, setting the intention of doing that. And over time, creating results for yourself. And just knowing too, at the beginning of this is giving yourself grace. I think a lot of people who are in the burnout cycle are those who don't give themselves a lot of, they don't cut themselves a lot of slack. You're generally pretty hard on yourself. Um, You have very high expectations for how you should show up in the world. And again, let's remind ourselves why we're really here. I think through the way in which we were raised, we saw others perhaps in our life reflect this behavior back to us. We thought that that was the only way things could be, but I'm here to tell you there is a different way. I now live my life, I'd say 85, 90% of the time with ease and grace and slowness, and it's not just a rush to nowhere. So step one, you're going to want to take some time for this. So if you're out walking or whatever, you can take a listen and then maybe rewind and go through these steps again it is somewhat of a journaling exercise. So the first one is going to be identifying what is driving your need to push past your limits. Because ultimately, my personal definition, I don't know what the actual like Um, Merriam-Webster, is a burnout. But for me, it's really pushing past my limits, pushing past what I'm physically and energetically capable of. So whether that's like booking my calendar too full or um, it's essentially that. It's always like booking my calendar too full with either social obligations, things with my career, family things, um, obligations I have for myself, like exercising, making sure I I look fly all the time. But for me, that's what burnout is. It's pushing past my limits. So some ideas to get you started, because it could be challenging if this is the first time you've asked yourself this. So identify what is driving your need to push past your limits. Okay, a couple ideas. Not feeling worthy enough. Because you're trying to prove yourself to someone or something or the world, because you believe this is the only way. Like I mentioned, this could be something that was modeled to you as you were being raised. Maybe your parents operated in this way. So you're like, well, as I've mentioned many a time on other episodes, there is no truth. We create our own truth by where we set our focus. And then we provide proof of those thoughts with our focus. And that becomes our truth and our beliefs and how we operate in the world. So it's malleable. You can change it. I will tell you, I know tons of people who are successful living a great life and they aren't rushing from place to place and filling their calendar full. So it is possible, but this could be something that you believe is the only way because you were modeled that. And that's okay. Now, recognizing it is the first step and being able to change it from there. Another thought is that you're not enough just as you are and you need to achieve. So this kind of ties into the proving yourself, but you really feel as though you have to achieve in the outer world in order to be enough. You aren't enough just as you are. And that could be a belief that you hold. And that's a belief that a lot of people hold on varying levels. So you're certainly not alone there. So recognizing what is driving my need to push past my limits? Okay. So take some time, write it out, and maybe you can't get there right away. That's fine. Maybe revisit this question. And then going into the second question. So in what ways does this behavior show up in your life? So, When it comes to the burnout, pushing past my limits, how does this show up? I said a few examples before, but saying yes when you mean no, not taking care of yourself and putting others first. You only relax when you hit exhaustion. You take on too much, whether it's as a parent, as a wife, husband, partner, friend, family member. You feel like you have to overcompensate in everything, responding to others, showing up, work, working out, etc. You've created this idea in your mind that in order to feel safe, you must be perfect. And what perfect means to you is this unrealistic expectation where you show up on every level 110%. That was me. So, I don't know if any of these resonate with you, but again, asking yourself in what ways does this pushing past my limits show up in my life? Because when you can outline and have awareness of these specific behaviors, you're able to then recognize them, whether in the moment or in hindsight or in the future, seeing that, oh my gosh, my calendar is way too booked. I can't be going to all these different places. I'm only one person. Like, what what was I thinking? That's what I used to do. I would literally think that like, I wouldn't even like account for driving time. I would just like book things back to back to back. And I would feel like I'd have a badge of honor and I would express all of that to others and say, so that they knew, so I could prove myself and show them how much I was achieving by doing. Oh my gosh, I'm so busy. I worked 12 hour days. Or I haven't had a meal at home all week. I only slept six hours last night. Whatever that might look up, like look like for you, this could resonate, could not. But that was my story. That was my narrative. That's how I felt good enough And it made me feel even better when I got to share it with other people. And then they'd be like, oh my gosh, wow, I can't believe you're so busy. I loved it. It was the best, (laughs) but it wasn't at all. (laughs) So now that you've been able to identify the ways in which this behavior shows up, okay, so what can you do? This is the third question. Now, what can you do instead of that behavior that's not serving you? So kind of going back, you say yes when you mean no. Okay, you don't do that anymore. If it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no. I know that's really, really hard for some of you people pleasers out there. I totally can resonate with that. I get it. But when you're saying yes to someone else, you're saying no to yourself. And believe me, even that slight little shift, which is challenging to do, is creating a boundary that will bring you so much freedom. It's ridiculous. This is the one thing I really want to teach my kid. is like, you show up for you first, no matter what, all the time. Even Ty and I, when we talk about being parents, I'm like, I am number one, Tyler's number two, and the baby's number three. And we weren't taught that. And even some of you now might be frowning upon that. But if I can't put myself first, I have nothing to give. And if Tyler and I don't have a strong foundation as a partnership, we won't be good parents to our child. And so similarly, with this concept, when you say yes, when you mean no, what can you do next time instead of that? Okay, so going through all the ways in which the behavior shows up in your life, and then giving yourself an out. Okay, so how am I going to do this differently next time? And committing to yourself to at least trying, setting the intention. I don't want to be in burnout anymore. Okay, if that's you, then this is going to take some courage and discomfort to get you to a different place. When we shift out of our patterns that we've been doing for so, so long, it can be very uncomfortable. And that's where I'm going into this next piece is this is number 4 it's not really a question but acknowledging the discomfort because the hardest part of all this when you are an incessant doer is to let it be easy it's really uncomfortable because you've given you've told yourself throughout your life or you've been modeled if I work hard if I do if I exhaust then I will be safe, then I will be enough, then I will be loved, whatever that storyline is for you. And so you're working on shifting away this belief system to a whole new way. Now believing that if I let it be easy and I show up as my best self because I now have the energy to do so, then life will only get better and better. And some mantras that you can use to support yourself when you're in this discomfort of shift is I am fully supported and everything is happening around me. And finding examples of proof of this in your life in the past, in hindsight, where things may have not have not been going as planned and you're scared and fearful and worried and trying to be in control of the situation and everything you're doing just isn't working you're just forcing, you're pushing against, right? And then miraculously, something, someone, an experience comes along and it all works out better oftentimes than you had assumed it would, right? So just reminding yourself that everything is always working out for your highest good. The universe supports and guides every move that you make, Um, Some other ones are, I'm enough just as I am. And choosing these type of mantras, affirmations that resonate with you. You can't take mine and try and make them work. If you don't feel anything when you say them, I want you to look on Pinterest. You can Google these, but finding ways in which you can support yourself when you come across a circumstance where someone asks you to do something. And your normal pattern reaction would be to say yes, even when you don't want to do it. And now that you've created this new way, this new option, if you will, for yourself, you try it on for size and you're like, holy shit, I'm so scared. What are they going to think? Your fear brain's going to go rogue because it's you breaking away from this pattern version of you. But I'm telling you over time, through these mantras, through practices, through actually doing these exercises, doing these different options, you will begin to see shifts in your life that make it so worthwhile and rewarding to go through. So not oftentimes people are like, you know what? I just can't. I can't deal with that feeling. I'm gonna stay here. I'm gonna stay back here in this fear-based reactionary doer mode where I'm not worthy enough to show up in a way that's supportive to me. I need to show up for everybody else. I need to do all the things that are beyond what I'm capable of because my body can only run so far. But no, I'm going to push, 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 right? That's one option, okay? Hopefully at some point you reach a breaking point and then you come back and revisit this process because that's what I want for you. But yeah, I guess what I'm saying is it can be really uncomfortable, and I want to acknowledge that because I think that's even where I'm at now. Yes, I've grown, I've learned, I've gotten results from this new way where I'm able to show up for myself first, live a slower paced life and honor what's best for me coming from the space of I am enough. I don't need to do things to be enough. But there are still experiences that I go through that are really uncomfortable um, where it's like almost life is too easy. I know this sounds crazy, but things are working out really well. I have a lot of time freedom. I feel good about myself. And it's like, who am I? Like the guilt fear brain comes in. Who are you to be enjoying life so much when there's people out there suffering? Well, I'm going to tell you, you can't suffer enough to make someone's suffering go away. You can't become poor enough to make someone's financial circumstances change. The better you do, the better you're able to then support others and be the light of the world so we can help each other in bigger ways. So, that guilt, that fear brain that comes in, who are you? Like, once you start experiencing results from these new behaviors, just reminding yourself that the better you are, the better everything is. And that's what Source wants for you. That's why we're here, is to truly experience joy and be present, and not have to rush through life, this one and only life that we have. So for those of you who are burnouts, um, you're in the right place. I totally get it. I've been where you've been. And there is a way in which you can overcome this obstacle. It's just a pattern. And there are certain parts of it that are easier than others, Um, But I think creating the process for yourself by going through these questions, I'll recap them now, is identifying what is driving your need to push past your limits. In what ways does this behavior show up in your life? Identifying what you can do instead of those behaviors, those patterns that have not been supportive to you. Then acknowledge the discomfort. The hardest part is letting it be easy and using some mantras to support yourself. And then I'd say number five is just enjoying the results that you receive from being able to show up for yourself and continue practicing this new way. Because undoing a pattern that maybe you've done for 30, 40, 50 years, it's not going to happen overnight. But with every little win, you get that much closer and you feel that much better. And so it makes it that much more worthwhile to put in the effort to do it. So, thank you as always for listening. Um, And I hope this journal exercise was supportive to you. I'd love to hear if you have any thoughts or questions. I want to help any of you who might be experiencing burnout um, because I just know how crummy that is a way to live. So, Stay safe out there. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time. Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, then head on over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. We sincerely appreciate your feedback. Stay tuned for another episode of Connect Back In. And thank you for listening.